Summertime. No, don't. And the living is easy. It's still hot. Where's my counter? I don't know. Where no, is your counter? It's in the it's in the kitchen, isn't it? In this no, little box. It no, is. I saw it last night. No, 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 no. It is. I saw it there last night. Did you take it with you? Did you take it to gambling with you last night? Yes. Oh, he's, his little orange clicker, ladies and gentlemen, that I got for him as a lovely All present. Right, so, Paul. Yeah. Here, you can see the... Tell me what the, the face of the clicker reads. It reads zero, zero, okay. zero, zero. Okay, I'm going to make one click. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and you know what I'm counting? What? You singing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Hello. It's cheap show time again. Here we are. Oh, what an atmosphere. I love a pot. Fuck's sake, man. Really, what have don't. you unleashed? I'm not unleashed anything. I'm trying to fucking rein boom, something boom. in. Boom, boom. like a boom. Three. The counter reads three. Okay, I'm not going to say what the what forfeit you'll have. There will be re- a forfeit because you only just thought of it now. You like that? You like when I put it on the thing? I did, yeah. You like that? Yeah. It's all rattling around. Don't fucking wake me up. <laughs> It's Cheap Show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Eli Silverman. Here he is. It's Paul Gannon and his other guy. Here we are in the House of Pickles. It's another lovely oh. episode. Um, what do we got coming up on this episode Why don't you just today? Introduce the show. Say, here's Cheap Show, and then I can have a lovely segue into the actual titles, as opposed to just going off on one. Do it again, but better, shorter, keep it concise, just be professional. Here we are in the House of Pickles. I'm Eli Silverman. Hello, welcome into my abode. Paul Gannon's joining me here, and you know what that means. It's time again for Cheap Show! I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show, you're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. How's the pick going? The price of shite! This is Paul Gannon saying hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to Team Show. Then I'll go and I nuzzle. Excellent, excellent Thank work. You. No, that is much. That's what I want week in, week out from you. Now, I want that level of. I can produce that level of expertise anytime you like. Yeah, yeah. What? Tell me to introduce something else. Um, Your nutsack. Oh, it's sweaty down here in the depths of hell. What's here? It's Paul's nutsack. It's wet. Go on, get it all out of your system now. Get what out of my system? All this, this fucking attitude. <laughs> attitude. I'm... Hot. Hot. Yeah, and you got, it looks like sweat, but it's water, isn't it? What? Was it sweat? Is that sweat on your jacket, on your shirt? On my chest. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, that's sweat, yeah. Oh, gross. That's what's known as sweat tits. You know what? Trade. It's almost like a Rorschach test, that. It's sweat tits. It looks like two. Real men get sweat tits, Paul. It looks like Winnie the Pooh. They're tit sweat, Paul. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger docking. That's what it looks like. Sweat tits. Sweat tits. So, see, I'm not too sweaty. What number episode is this, Paul? I don't fucking know. doesn't matter. Why? Because it matters because we've got the 100th episode coming up. Yeah. And that matters. Does it? I like to think. Does it? Does it? Does it matter, though, to you? Does it matter? I'm clicking. That, doesn't, that wasn't a song. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I hate you. 
I just whenever I feel like I hate Paul, I click. <laughs> click, 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 click. No. You're such a prick. Right. This isn't going well. I don't care. No, 100th show, yeah, we talked about it in the last episode. Um, ticket sales were really unexpectedly wonderful, so we sold out that first show. And hopefully, as of when this goes out, there may be tickets on sale still. We just don't know. That's great news. And, Paul, mm. if someone wanted to come to the second show as well... Yes, 5 o'clock till would 7 p.m. There'd be different content, wouldn't there, in the second show? We're doing two different shows. We're still going to have a Biffo and Ash and Ashens. They're still going to be there, same guests. But uh, we're going to do different things. And I want to kind of keep a lid on what we're doing. Keep a lid on it. No spoilers. Okay. You know, I don't want to uh, tell them about the, you know, the thing you're doing. That thing I'm doing with my... Yeah. When you put it in. When I put it right in. Well, and then you jack. Oh, here we go. Here we go. My flatmate's back. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's that's exciting. So I'll uh, tell you what's coming up Hello. on the show today. Oh, wow. Well, Eli... Um, Eli just goes and uh, talks to his flatmate. <sighs> Thank you for supporting this professional podcast on Patreon. Uh, if you want to help support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And how much you donate is completely up to you. And we hope we will reward accordingly. Hello, I'm back. Yeah, good. Yes. So this is basically going to be on Noel Edmonds part two. But I'm not going to put any effort in. No, don't deserve it. Why doesn't he deserve it? Because we put a lot of effort into the last one, didn't we? With Do- the he board doesn't game notice us. And the links. And he doesn't care. He looks down on us. Do you think he's he even? we've matter. even passed through his screen of consciousness? No. I don't think it, we have. He's too busy fighting Lloyd's bank. Yeah. You know? He's too busy on his Noel crusade. One thing I do support Noel on is his crusade against Lloyd's bank. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Are you pro Noel? I'm pro anti Lloyd's. Well, oh, bit political on cheap show. Uh, well, Lloyd's have been my bank, Paul. Have they? Yeah, that's good. And they've uh, probably charged me about seven grand in uh, <laughs> various unfair yeah. charges over the years. Yeah, so fuck them. Fuck them. So go go Noel. Well, if he brings down Lloyd's, I mean that would be something, wouldn't it? Would you be part of the crowd that held him aloft and said no? Yeah. And I'll be sniffing his underside <laughs> as I lifted him. Oh, I'll hoist you. I'll hoist you. I'll hoist you, Noel. Don't I'll just put it repeat. This aloft. isn't what... This isn't what... What? Comedy improvisation is. is. It is? Don't look at me like that. I'm not saying anything until Why? you fucking stop doing that. I don't know what I was doing, though. You were copying what I said. I wasn't as copying what you were saying. I had a whole thing, bit going. You didn't have about a whole sniffing thing, Lloyd, going, Lloyd, about sorry, sniffing Lloyd. Sorry, not Lloyd. Boy, Ooh, Lloyd Grossman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're going Lloyd's, to do... Lloyd's aloft. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, is that you'd get your fingers in. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, got you, a would. Chance. Of course yeah. you would. We're no like a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we've got that. We're going to do a little mini uh, um, League of Snacks. Is it going to be, do you think? Or just the cheap eats? Ah, I probably just a cheap eats. It's probably just a cheap eats. It's a bonus cheap eats. It's a cheap eats. So we're doing that. And then we're going to end with uh, just getting Noel out of our system. So we're going to cover the stories that we didn't get to last time. And that's it. And and put it in a bin. It sounds like a neat little package. Thank you. I have a neat little package. Thank you for admiring. Although the temperature down there, quite Mediterranean. Is it the kind of temperature that bees would use to exterminate an invasive... uh, giant hornet in their nest it's the kind of atmosphere down there that i'd half expect a big fat man wearing a white towel to be basking in my taint in the warm warm wet womb you think there's a what hang on. wet room oh, hold up what? <laughs> what you reckon there's a big fat man in a towel who lives in your taint area yeah <laughs> treating it like a sauna how can he be fat he must be microscopic he's, for for his size he's fat 
Right, okay. Like, you, like, you know, you can get mini fat things, like you. <laughs> You're a mini fat thing, aren't you? Oh. Oh, I don't have the fucking energy to fight it's today. Hot. Oh no! I know it's going to be. This is a heat affected episode of Cheap Show, but let's crack on, shall okay. we? Crack on, let's crack on. Come on, okay. Come, go, go, team Cheap Show. Let's crack on. Come on, mate. Come on, go Cheap Cheap Show. I'll go, team Cheap Show. And touch me. I'm not. No, touch I'm me. I'm just touch the very tip. <laughs> yeah, go on. Oh, oh. electric. So it's that time of the show where we like to read readers' letters on Cheap Show and uh, uh, have you all reach out to us with your various tales and stories. And uh, we have some crackers today. And where should they send the stories? The Cheap Show at gmail.co.uk or .com. I think it don't matter. It's probably gmail.com, actually, on reflection. So it does matter. You just said it wrong. So it matters. It matters a lot, Paul. Accuracy. Let me tell you something, Paul. Yeah? Little life lesson. Yeah? A little life lesson for you. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. A little life lesson, yeah? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. A little little lesson for you, okay? Yeah? Yeah. All right? Yeah. Accuracy, yeah? Yeah. Paul, yeah? yeah. <laughs> Accuracy. It's really, it's really addictive saying yeah like that after yeah. everything. Yeah. Accuracy, yeah? Yeah. Accuracy. <laughs> it's important. Got yeah? it. Yeah. Okay? Cool. In life. Fine. Yeah? Like a little life lesson. Yeah. Then. Just a little life lesson for you there. Before we go into these letters, one of the reasons we are doing a Noel Edmonds part two is because obviously in the first episode we didn't get around to all of it. We couldn't cover the whole of Noel's story or even but really the second, as much as we wanted to. No. But the second was I was held uh, hostage by uh, a, a listener to the podcast. I was assailed daily. Uh, a yes. chap called Stu, a.k.a. Milky. I'm wondering if it's that guy from Reddit. Squeezy Muck Tramp Cum. What? What's his name? Uh, Squeegee Muck. Yeah, Tramp Milky Cum. Is it the no, same? No, it's, it's not. It's a different person. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, he goes. Hi, Paul. Uh, this was a uh, fifteen days ago. All right. Hi, Paul. Just thought I'd send the photo of Edmonds every day until the Noel Edmonds special part two comes Bloody out. Bloody hell, he did. And he did. So it's terrorism. Let's see some. Any nudies? No, there's no nudies. That's a Ooh. Oh, that's scary. A little picture. That's the face of that, Omen. Yeah. That is the face of evil. Look at his haircut. It's doing about 12 wrong things at once, man. He, he looks like... Oh. helmet haircut looks like... It's, it's, I can't explain it. There's oh. something insidious to that the, look. The pork chops. Oh, Lamb the chops. pork Sorry, chops. not pork chops. Do you know what he looks like? Wolfman. Yeah. Just before he turns. He looks so young. He's like, I'm Wolfman. He must be in his 20s there. Yeah. So he That's sent a really that. disturbing photo. Uh, what happened on day two? Oh, let's have a look at this as it downloads. So this, what do you see? That's Noel on a horse. <laughs> and the horse looks like it's, it's full of terror. Doesn't the horse? That horse is the like... The horse is going, goodness, cut off me! <laughs> get him off me back, get him off me back! Fucking hell. Because he knows Noel's getting hard. Yeah. He Noel's knows he's rubbing rub- his, rubbing his, his mount on the back he's of his neck. He's rubbing his taint. He's got a very sensitive taint right area. Right in the horse's shoulders. And he's like, ooh, I have oh. to get off by someone rubbing the, oh. the Neverland between oh. my arse and my bollock oh, the bottoms. Ga- the gunge tank's coming. Oh. The gunge tank's coming. <laughs> so he sent me... Gotcha! A- he sent me a picture every day. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so let's just go right up to a really recent one he sent. Oh, it looks like this one. It's Action Noel. 
Oh, Noel's about to do some racing there. Yeah, he wants to get behind the wheel of a sports car. Yeah, yeah. And yet, he only presented one segment on a Top Gear once. And what was it? Just him going, here's a car. Here's a car. I'm just reviewing it. And he goes, just reviewed a car. Yeah. Did he do How do you know that? It's on YouTube. Him reviewing a car on yeah. Top Gear, and he just did one little Before it segment. was like a rebooted show that it is now, it was back in the olden days well, it in the 80s. doesn't exist now. No. Does it exist? What? Top Gear. It's on YouTube, all that stuff, I'm sure. No, what do you mean? I didn't mean like that. I mean, is it running? Mean? Top Gear's on still TV on, yeah. With Chris Evans. No, he left after the first series. It was Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Yeah, he's left now. Anyway, one more picture he sent yesterday. That is Noel... On the set of Cheap, 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 Cheap with Barry from Watford. He's got that prosthetic bottom face thing. Bastard, yeah. That character, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh wee. Shimon. Right. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. It's like a little. A Shimon. Face. Yeah. Sh- you bastard, yeah. Shimon. So, hopefully, the un, uh, unrelenting barrage of Noel photos will. Uh, Dry up suddenly after this. Problem show's is, gonna... recording it now, but until it goes out, he's going to still carry sending me pictures. So I'm going to. It's going to be at least a week before this goes well, out. You're going to have That's to eight more fucking pictures at least. Just enjoy Noel. it. No, I don't want it. I don't like it. You can send them to me. You when I see it pop up in, in the inbox, it's like, oh, he's gone. No, go away. Yeah. Well, you you forward them to me, Paul. Yeah. And we'll have a. Well, I'll have a little comment like, Noel looks like a cunt. <laughs> Something like that. Noel. Yeah. What a prick! Look at his hairy face. All right. What? 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 A, what's he doing? He's oh, probably a pedo. Yeah. Etc. He, he let a man die. Yeah. Etc. All of this. On, 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 on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that. And he's obviously a cult leader. Because I'm just getting a bit Pavlovian when they turn up. It's like, ding. What you salivate when they turn no, up? No, I mean Pavlov's the opposite. Gone. What? Someone's in what inserted diodes I, into your brain no, I just mean and you're that. fucking I have a reaction gibbering when I hear wreck that come of a in. creature who fucking. Whose sweat glands fucking electrocute his own brain We're when five it fucking, minutes in, when a bell I'm going to fucking clout you. Yeah. You're going to clout me? Why? Why are you going to clout me? Click that every time I fucking hit you then no, this episode. I'm, I'm not. Fucking Sing. See it? Sing again, you prick. Think of a song. Nothing's fine, I'm torn. I'm Clicked. all out of place. Yeah, thank you. This is how I feel. Nicole, here's what you didn't think about if I just sing one song for the rest of the show. So you never have to click it again. But I will carry on singing, singing. You You're not going to keep this oh, up. Oh, I'll keep this, keep it up, you know. Right, let's get on with the I'll Noel episode singing. then. Fair enough. I'll keep singing and Fair you'll enough. keep talking. But you can't click your clicky thing. You just had a look. That's just tough. You can't push it quick enough. But what's going on? Nothing's fine. I'm singing. I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, so we've had some letters in because you said, oh, we need more pet cup stories. Right, I'm happy that they've responded. Uh, we've got like, some. I'll read it out, Paul. Let's Here we go. First, on a, a special edition, Pet Corpse, special edition of uh, Tales from oh, the Shop Floor. Let's go right ahead and do that. As requested, this is from Travis T. As requested, two tales from the shop floor. Excellent. A few years ago, I worked in a second-hand clothing store, which is part of a larger national chain of charity shops. Okay, fair enough. He doesn't want to name them, fine. Fine, we don't want to... It's fine, it's Oxfam. We don't want to get involved, it's Oxfam. Right, I've worked for Oxfam. He's not saying that! (laughs) He's not saying that! Right, not Oxfam, everyone. All right. A few years ago, I worked in a second-hand clothing store, which is part of a larger national chain of charity shops. Yeah. Most of our stock came from large sorting stations. Okay. But we would usually 
occasionally, sorry, receive donations directly from customers, as you do. Of course, of course. Usually just a small amount of clothes in a grocery bag yeah. or the like. Yeah. But one time, a customer left a huge black garbage bag oh, at the store. A warning sign. We first, the first we noticed, the, oh, come on, come on, Travis. <laughs> Sentence construction. Oh, dear, Travis. Well, it says, the first we noticed was that, comma. The first we noticed was that. Bullshit. All right, calm down. I'm going to have to rewrite this. No, just carry on as you go. As you go, in situ, please. The first thing we noticed was that, for a sack of clothes, it was extremely heavy. Okay. We look inside to get an idea of what we've received. Mm. You have to. Yeah. Have a little check. You've got to have a little little rummage. Got to poke your nose in. Then we see a massive white maggot crawling on oh. top of the clothes. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Don't you look so delighted? Tells from the shop floor, oh. son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an expert, but my experience is one. When there's one maggot, there's usually more. That's probably That's very a true. Rule he lives yeah. by. Little life tip, yeah? Yeah. Little life tip, yeah? And more troubling, B. Come on, Travis. You can't start with one. He's being then... funny, isn't he? He's not being funny. He's being witty. And more troubling, two, not B. You've upset him. Maggots need food to survive. They do. But what could possibly be in the bag? And they sure as fuck don't eat clothes. No. Uh-oh. It's a, t- it's a fucking three-point takedown from Travis. <laughs> we know where we're going. Good. Good right. one. Okay. So, now, we're staring at this sack, which is way too heavy just to be clothes, wondering what the fuck is yeah. in this. In the end, we decide to not examine the contents closer. Yeah. And just throw it in the garbage as fast as possible. Fine. Fucking probably Good call. Good call, mate. Yeah. After that three-point maggot analysis. Yeah. One. It's, there's been an ocular takedown. They've they've done the research. An they've o- made an, an executive... An ocular takedown? Yeah, they did an ocular takedown. Yeah. 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 He said you were going to risk it. No, he said one maggot, never one maggot. Never one maggot. That's the first rule. Two, they don't eat clothes. No, they don't. Three, it's too, oh yeah, it's too heavy. What was the third thing? No, it wasn't a third thing. It's too heavy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right, so they just decided to throw it out, Paul. Yeah. They just decided to throw it out. Good. They're going to look at it. For all I know, some deranged person stuck their dead dog inside the bag and left it with us. But I'll never know for certain. Oh, it's a mystery. Well, good, because maybe sometimes you don't need answers to stories like that. At the end of that, one maggot. Heavy with one maggot. But there's never one maggot, and they don't eat clothes. Nah. That's not like a movie poster. It does. Maggots. There's never one, and they don't eat clothes. (laughs) And you think, oh, they're going to eat me. Yeah. There's going to be a scene where I'm in bed asleep, and then the maggot crawls across my cheek, and then there's a close-up, and you see it burrowing into my, my jaw. Do you find maggots scary? And then... So a couple of other swarming and start burrowing into my cheek and then my eye and I wake up but as I try to scream all these maggots pour out of my mouth <laughs> what like a chicken yeah just like a chicken do you make a noise like a chicken yeah, they do. I'm screaming it's one of Paul's mouth noises Paul trying to do horrific maggot nightmare vomit sounds like Paul do it again do it again come on I'll do what it was like like a chicken Another time, we received a box full of used piercings in different styles. I don't want to do a cheap show with you anymore. You're mean. As if that wasn't bad enough. One of them. No. No, listen. This is Say sorry. Sorry that I said you oh, can't do I won't do, do cheap show anymore. Fuck off. <laughs> brilliant. No, to be fucking brilliant. 
Well, it means I could just, you know... What, do nothing? Devote myself full-time to the uh, the Noodle spin-off, yeah, which everyone happened. doesn't think is going to happen. Yeah, that's probably true. One of these used piercings, Paul, Yeah, was a barbell where instead of a ball, it had a teeny sculpted cock on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Was there a niff? Oh, a bit of a niff. Was there a, a smegma? A bit of a cheesy, smeggy miff. Was there a ghost smeg? And as if that wasn't bad enough, the box started rattling at random, and we discovered that what we thir- first thought was just a slightly oversized stud, in fact, had a small battery compartment activating a vibrating feature. Oh, so it probably goes up your nugget. Yeah, it goes right down your meters and gives you, your helmet a tingly ling Oh, really? I thought it was somebody put up his bum hole. Maybe. There's a very limited number of uses for something like that. Well, we've thought of three. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, nine out of ten of us hesitate to buy used underwear, but a piece of metal that may well have been attached to someone's genitals and might still have rancid bits of flesh on them. Oh. Who wouldn't want to buy that? Oh, second-hand I'm not shock. sure if they did sell, but I really hope they didn't. And I won't name the store. They're a charity and I hate for their sales to suffer. So, those are my tales from the shop floor. Disturbing, revolting, but hopefully entertaining. Enjoy your vomit, both a valid response. We'll do the we'll do the funny bits, Travis. Yeah. We just <laughs> want the like, fucking you story. Like that, do you? It's trying to be too clever. Basically, I could have summed that up. Go on. There was a box with a dead dog, but we were too much pussies to even look at it. And so a vibrating Prince Albert. Yes, that was it. Yes. Great. Thanks for taking away the magic of language. The magic of language, Paul, is something you've never, ever experienced <laughs> or or enjoyed. Right, so I'm just going to finish looking for uh, this next email, and then once I've found it, I'm going to get up and punch you in the fucking face. Was that the dead pet one? All right. That was the dead pet one? Part two. But we don't know if that was a dead pet. This is part two. I'm underwhelmed by Travis, both in his prose style and content. Sorry, Travis. Are you ready? Yes. This is another another pet corpse letter sent in by Chloe. Hello, Chloe. Hello. There's no hello on this. You just just get right into well, it. Well, good. I like Chloe already. Much yeah. better than all this. Hey, I've got a story, and I'm about to tell the story, and this is the story I'm about well, to tell. I, I, and like I hope you color. like it. And I'm there, there, and there, there. I don't need your fucking whole paragraph <laughs> telling us about what story you're gonna. And then at the end, say, I hope you like that. Blah blah blah. Cut it down! We want the meat and potatoes of these fucking stories. Right, so Chloe... Does it start? Dead dog slipped in its brains! <laughs> no. Right, that would have been good. Chloe. Does right. it start? My bottom end's got muscles on it. I've got an undercarriage like the Mary Celeste. Do you want me to hit you? <laughs> no, I don't want it. Of course I don't Shut want Shut up you. and let me start this. So read it already. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Right. Chloe writes... I heard recently that you wanted to hear about a pet corpse. We did. Yes. It was mentioned by you. Well, when I was younger, I had a pet dragonfly, which was dead. Hey! <laughs> right, okay, just carry on laughing straight away. I mean, she's gotten straight to the meat of it, so yeah. fair play. What happened was that it had flew into our bug zapper and died. I don't know what crossed my sick child mind, but I was just like, oh, goody, a pet. So I kept it in my dad's glasses case, and every morning I would spray him with disinfectant and stroke uh, him. Oh! I only got rid of him because my mum complained when his eyes and wings fell off. <laughs> okay. What was his name? So Chloe's a serial killer. What was his name? Flappy. Old blind McFlapper. Mr. Fuzz. Oh, Mr. Fuzz. 
You're so no, lovely. No, Paul. Oh, Mr. Fuzz. <laughs> and I like it when you stroke my Well, it's a good thing it wasn't um, dragonfly larvae. I'm finished. Right. That wasn't the first time I came across a pet corpse. She came across a pet corpse. Just a couple of years ago, I had two pet mice. One of them died of unexplained causes. Like one day they were just stiff and the other had to be put to sleep. I hate because... to tell you this, Chloe, right? But they live for about two and a half years. That's their natural lifespan, isn't it? The so mouse. they do just die. I had one in here. A mouse? Yeah. What? Is he... Is gonna, he you might... live in filth. It's a mouse. There's nothing we can do. We live near the train tracks. You don't. No, we don't. <laughs> you don't. You're a fucking filthy animal. It's not me. You should not have mouse. dead mice in this right, room. The mouse. I, don't know, I took him out when he died. Basically, right, they do this because this is my experience. One night, scratch, scratch, scratchy, 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 scratch, scratch. Yes, I know. Scratch, scratch. You were like, don't touch me. No. Don't and I'm touch like, me. oh, what's that fucking thing in my room? Oh, turn the light on. And he runs out into the middle of the room. Then goes, Eah! literally. Eah! He died. And died there. Because you turned the light on. He went, I'm in, a little I'm in this room. He, he looked did... around and saw it in its realness. Mate. And was like, fuck this. <laughs> and it fucking killed itself. And it How gave would it itself, kill itself? It literally stopped its own heart. How can they do that? They're samurai the mice, are the they? The horror and shock They're Buddhist seeing... mice. They're high-level Buddhist mice. Was it a Shaolin but mouse? It was the shock of seeing was it Mount a Shaolin mouse? steaming in the corner. They like Mount Grotpants. Oh, Mike Grotpants has got lots of little nooks and crannies with little cheesy, cheesy should surprise not have nuggets. <laughs> should not have mice living in there. God. Oh, Mount Grotpants. This segment is now over. <laughs> oh, right, good. What's that? It's like a drill or something. We're still recording with the door open in the House of Pickles. It's a hot day in the House of Pickles. It oh, could Lord. Be, we said last time we recorded here it was pretty hot, yeah. wasn't it? But it is considerably hotter yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's like we're both... It's like... It, you know what this is like, me and you? Romancing the stone. And Michael Douglas. Right. And you're Shall Danny I light DeVito. a candle and you can chuck some uh, marijuana on it? And we can go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm not and you'll doing be Danny DeVito. You'd be Danny I, DeVito, right? What, what did I say? He's the gap. He's a bad guy. He, tri- he tricks people. I know he? who he is yeah. in the film, Paul. And he goes, what does he say? I'm, I'm Danny DeVito. He sounds just like he like. No, he sounds like that character you do, Jimmy Biscuits. All my characters. Yeah. You mean he sounds like all my he characters. He sounds like a whole battery of American characters. Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah, good. Right, right. Is that better? Is that better? So, Paul, yeah. now, moving on with the show of Cheap Show, because it is a show we do called Cheap Show. It's, it's a show about cheap things. It's, uh, generally, facto. generally about cheap things. We try and celebrate the, the lovely things we find in, in the cheapest parts and of the world. Now, we're going to just do a very uh, truncated uh, little version of a section we like to call... Cheap, 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 Nice. What we got today? That was a lovely one. What we got today? What boy. have we got today? Now we've tried some Bobby's limited edition crisps in the past. We Those have were the the curry curry snacks. Snacks. Oh. They do it. I had a love another pack of the other days. Yeah. They did not let me down. No. They did not let me down. They were scrum, scrum diddly umptious. Scrum diddly umptious, ladies and gentlemen. You can put that on the pack. Eli, uh, so four stars. I saw this and I thought we sh- it'd be remiss of us not yeah. to taste another. 
of Bobby's limited edition crisp products. And that's I, what I we've agree. got today on Cheap Eats. That's what I've got today for you, I, Paul, I'm, on I'm Cheap Eats. I'm very excited for it. That's good. Yeah, okay. So Let's do it. Here, without further ado, yeah. these are Bobby's limited edition Ooh. sticky barbecue ribs. Get stuck in. Oh, I would let, we should. And it says sticky barbecue rib flavour snacks. Now, I'll be interested if they will have any stickiness to them. Is it the flavour that they're suggesting is sticky? As in it conjures Must up be. imagery of such sticky barbecue snacks. It might have a bit of sweetness. Snacks. Now, I'm prepared for Bobby to fail, Paul. We can't just love everything Bobby does. These might be not to our taste. That's true. And it's interesting but- as well because one of the listeners of Cheap Show copied Bobby's into a tweet to our Twitter account and said, oh, you're right, the curries are amazing and blah, blah, blah. And then Bobby's replied back saying, well, we're getting rid of them soon, but try these barbecue rip ones. We uh, think they're just sort of as good. They're trying to, you know, they, they were trying to go. All right, so we're doing it. Have a little one. So we're doing Sorry. it. And I'm going to I'm gonna huff the, the pack gas. It's it's definitely important. Now, you've got to shake it, remember? We've right, realised. Should I do that first? And then I'm going to huff the pack. I'm going to huff it. I'm going to huff the packet gas. Like a, like, a, like a wine uh, person would sniff the bouquet of the wine. Like a miner who's been rescued and comes out into the open. <gasps> oh, the meadows of home. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this. It's I'm going to fucking like... huff this hard. Let's do this. I'm going to huff hard on Bobby's sticky barbecue rib pack gas. Ooh. 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 I don't oh. know. I don't know what to think. They're a bit farty. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely farty. Ooh. They're a bit all granddad's let off. <laughs> They're extremely fecal. Yeah. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Not Just in a beefy fart way. They have an almost a Chinese five spice I'm getting as well. There's a kind of granddad fart There's after a... a big Christmas dinner. Yeah. There's a sort of sweetness, five spiciness though. Oh, to tuck in. Now, what's the appearance? These are very much like a... Uh, Long what's-it. An elongated what's-it. Exactly elongated what's-it. Same texture by looks of things, same consistency. Shall I pop it in and have a nibble? Nibble the head off that. And I'm going to go in as well. I like these a lot. Really? They have that sticky barbecue rib thing that you, uh, like you would get in a Chinese mm. restaurant. It's that kind of sticky, it's isn't it? It's a Chinese it? sort of taste, isn't it? Because I was expecting like the kind of barbecue American ribs or something. You know, the kind no, of, they've gone for like a... Mm. Which is a better decision, I think. I think. They've got a, definitely got a sweetness, don't they? But not sickly. And you know what they've gone gone for? You know the way that anything like this, anything like a what's-it form crisp, mm, that sort melty. of dis- disintegrates mm. into a sort of stickiness, isn't it? It sort yeah. of sticks to your teeth, the sort of residue. And I think that's what they're trying to work with, that sort of texture, textural profile yeah. that these what's-it types have. So it's the flavour sticks to your mouth. It's an ambitious snack, mm. isn't it? Just like the... 39p? You know I mean? It's like when walkers used to do those, uh, these, you know, their... Fa- you know when Walkers used to do their bloody exotic flavours? Yeah. And I was like... Well, they do it every ribs. fucking year, don't they? And like, Vote just... for this! Pork pie and egg flavour! Is it going to... What, what was the thing they did lately? We're going to get rid of all the all the flavours. If you like this flavour better than... Really? Uh, yeah. That was the gimmick. That's if you terrorism. like this new flavour better than salt and vinegar, we're going to get rid of salt and vinegar. Nah, they fucking They're fucking won't. lying. That's like They're when they lying. say we're going to kill off Superman. It's like, oh, he'll be back. He'll fucking be back straight away. You can't hold our crisps hostage, no. Walkers. You listen to me, and you listen good. So I'm I doing have... a speech. Okay, Kieran, continue. Walkers, you have dropped. <laughs> you have crossed a line. Yeah, you can't take our flavors away from. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, you listen to him. He knows what he's saying. You can't hold our flavors hostage. No, not hold hostage. No, we didn't vote to leave the EU. Just we, so we you. didn't vote to leave just the so, EU. Just to you. Just so you. 
could take away our salt and vinegar. How dare you? How salt dare and you? Is the blood that Shame runs through on you, these Walkers. British fucking veins? Shame on you, Walkers! You are taking away a bit of Britain, and what are you replacing it with? Oh, bum flakes, spicy pork, spicy bum crisps. We don't like them. We don't want them. We want salt Crisps and vinegar. Crisps that are wagon nuts. We want what we recognise and we want the safety and recognition. Crisps that are literally us. little pellets of dried poo attached to the hairs around your You're not helping. Arse. You're not helping me speech. You're well, actively speech making shit. it. How about that? I don't want to be your hard Anyway, man. I'm finishing it off. So, Walkers, you may take my salt and vinegar, Chris. You may. But, but you, we won't be aware. You won't be ready for the onslaught of fists that come your way when I rise up with my army and we burn down the Walker's factory and the only crisp worth standing is salt and vinegar. And that's the my friend. The only crisp worth standing? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Try good Walkers, sense, man. the army's coming. So don't do it. All right. Thank you, Paul. Now, I have to say, Paul, they I, I don't like them as much as the... Uh, the curry snacks. No, I will say if I had to pick one or the other, oh, that curry's coming I'd go back. for the curry snacks straight away. Would you have these again? I mean, yeah. They're too sweet. I don't like them too sweet. I think they're just the right amount of sweet. Okay, well, let's have a grade from you. It's a cheap eat score for Barbie's limited edition sticky barbecue flavour ribs. Four? Out of five. Yeah. I'd eat a whole pack of those like that. I'll go for three and a half, three point seven five. Fair enough. They're nice, nice enough, but I don't think I'd go for them again myself. For the price, for the flavour, Bobby's. Sweet. Yeah, thirty nine p. I think you're just holding back because you think you've been a bit. We've been a bit too uh, good for, to Bobby's. No, honestly, I'm not. It's not a psychological thing. I just I wasn't think, that mate, impressed. I <laughs> think, mate, you're in Walker's pocket. Perhaps. It, I, Are you a Walker's I'm working agent for Walkers? Yeah. yeah. Are you working for Walkers? Uh, I've got Frito Lay. Yeah. Right. Well, it's PepsiCo. You know. You know what this means, don't you, mate? We're going to have to uh, interrogate you. You are? Yeah, I'm going to have to interrogate you. When you say you. we, who? You me? and whose army? Me. Your anti-walkers army? Me and Mr. Biscuits. All right, bring him in. Okay, here I am, buddy. What do I need to do? Okay, just sit me right down here. Okay, Eli, tell me all you know. What do walkers know about Bobby's? Why are you so... Why did you join the walkers' gravy train? Do you train? want to stop after one question and then maybe I'd be able to respond to you, Mr. Biscuits? Yeah, Mr. Biscuits, calm down. I'll be good cop. You'd be bad cop. All right, let's do that. Okay. Go on, Eli. You're a good man. I first started working for Walkers when I was 16. I was walking in the park. A man approached me. He had a very impressive coat. He opened it. His knob was there. <laughs> right. He made me look at it. Right. He said, I'm from Walkers. Okay. And ever since then, I've been receiving letters. Only on odd days of the month. Not like plurbs day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean odd days of the month? Like... The 17th. Why is that odd? It's a number that's in between the even numbers. They're called odd numbers, Paul. It's not even math. It's sort of even more basic than that, Paul. It's sort of very basic number theory we're talking about here. Okay, that's what I meant by odd. Yeah, yeah, but the way you made it sound like... Anyway, he sends me a picture of his... He sends me a photograph of his hairies. That's the end of the story. Get Jimmy Biscuits out. No, I want to know more. Okay, Jimmy. What do you do for walkers now? What do you do? I know you're coming here and you're taking Bobby's secrets, but come on. Well, turn a few. I'll tell you. Way. This is this will fucking impress you, come Mr. Jimmy Biscuits. Yeah, send them my way. Yeah, Jimmy Biscuits. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah Jimmy Biscuits. Yeah, 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 Jimmy Biscuits. Got yeah, it. yeah. Come on, boy. Oh, I got parachuted into the factory of Bobby's factory. That ties in to reports we had on yeah. the seventeenth. Yeah, you bet it ties in. And then I fucking tied one off, as in took a shit into. The the vat. Right. 
The you, Bobby's special flavour vat. I've been looking and for you, know you for what? a long time. There's poo in your Bobby's. <laughs> right. Well, I've been looking for you all my career. I might have I finally, tied one off. I might have finally cut my hands I on the... I clipped one off. I don't... He's boring. Can he leave? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I'll be back with a warrant to search these premises. And you better not think about leaving the country, buddy okay, boy. You better not because otherwise... You know what? I kind of feel like he does take over me at times. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. I completely just then got yeah. out of my... And the reason why I broke the scene was because it frightened me. <laughs> I suddenly became really aware. You really were that feeling... Really big you were feeling the motivation yeah. of Jimmy Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get out. Right, fine. Whoa. Let's forget about it. Let's forget about oh. it, Paul. I know. I was responding as if you were Jimmy Biscuits as well there for a second. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> right. Okay. So. Okay. So, well, that was good. Uh, three three point seven five for me. You're going at a ho- solid four. Four solid so, four. Not bad at all. Just a bit bit too sweet. I like. I don't like my crisp sweet like that. Okay. That's it. Good. Right. Bye. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's dig into no one last time. Okay, now and pull out the giblets. Now, cheap shows resident Noel aficionado or a Nolanado, <laughs> as they're known in the trade. <laughs> Nolanado, I love it. <laughs> Sounds like a kind of a conquistador. You're our Nolanado. resident Nolanado. Here is our Nolanado. Oh, ole, Paul Gannon. Hello, I am. Nolinaldo, <laughs> and I know everything about Nolly Edmonds. Okay, so where did we get up to uh, last time when we were discussing the Edmondses? We kind of breezed through his career, didn't we? We started out in the early days, and this start and this weird single, and obviously leapt a bit forward to House Party, his smash hit Saturday primetime evening entertainment magazine show. And that was the height of his... Uh, that was t- peak Noel. That was, and it was also the era of peak uh, light entertainment. Yeah. What have they got now? They've got things like Anton Dex. On, on ITV they do. They their still do out. the Saturday night Or rather, thing. Dex, Saturday night. Is it just him now? Because Ant's... Uh, glug, glug, glug. Meep, meep. Uh, crash. <laughs> <laughs> got him into a bit of trouble. Yeah, but he's still around. He got fined a yeah, hundred thousand pounds or something. Don't get me wrong; it's a problem. Obviously, he's got a serious problem. Does he go oh, a couple of Xanax he goes, and then a bottle of vodka? He gets, he gets drunk. He used to get drunk. Oh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> let's get calm down and let's get ready to rumble. Rumble, come on, come on. Oh, it looks like my pants have got ready to grumble. <laughs> and shat himself again. He shit it. I've run over myself. Now, <laughs> oh, if you no. could do that and do what um, Brian from E17 did. Yeah. Managed to run over himself whilst high on ecstasy. That would be something. Then there's also tragic stories like that actor, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin, yeah. Terrible story. What happened? He was... It was his car. It was just it was a fault with the car across the line of those cars. I don't know if it was a brake thing or not, but either way, he got out of his car to open a gate and then the car, and the car just came and, and fucking him smacked him yeah. down. Yeah. That's so nasty. Waste of a massive tank. Yeah. You've seen Green Room, haven't you, with I him? I loved in? him in Green Room. Yeah. And he's really good in Star Trek, really, as well. Yeah, but. It's a small role, but he's a bit Star of fun. Trek's. We're not going to get I saw We're Star not Trek Beyond. Star Paul. Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond. I don't care. It was very boring. I thought it was very boring. Five bags of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing no. So we're going to dig, dig into some of the darker elements of his past. Because I think oh. we, we talked about his successes, by and large, yeah. didn't we? And his his ego. And why he was a success. Yeah, and obviously in older episodes, you can hear us talk about Mr. Blobby in a little bit more detail. We don't need to cover those tracks. But what we didn't get around to talking about was 
the infamous story that involved Noel Edmonds. And we have to obviously tread lightly with this because real people were affected and someone died. Okay. But Noel Edmonds was involved in killing a man on TV. (laughs) (laughs) So before Noel's house party, he had a Saturday night show called The Late Late Breakfast Show. Okay. Because it was developed from Swap Shop, which is his first foray onto TV properly, I think, not including maybe Top of the Pops and whatever. Yeah. But it was his first one as the sort of show, yeah. the head of the show, sort of. So yeah, because Swap Shop had a, almost a small group around him, didn't they? And John Top of the Craven. Pops had like rotating people, yeah. didn't it? Didn't, That's why would... they got dizzy. <laughs> and now um, it's murdered a man. Coming down to the number three. Dizzy. You see, that's the joke. Yeah. The revolving. Yeah. Dizzy by. <laughs> I thought you meant dizzy by. Uh, Vic Reeves and the yeah. Wonder Stuff. And now it's. On the Wonder Stuff. Was it, was it Vic Reeves and the Wonder Stuff? Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. Well, what was, was that for the song I'm a Believer? The Wonder Stuff. Oh, I should know this. I'm, Vic, I'm a big Vic and Bob. It's definitely Wonder Stuff, I think, with I'm a Believer. Yeah. So I don't know. So they did a version of the Monkey song, I'm a Believer. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Written by? The Monkeys. Neil Sedaka. Oh, Cal and a girl. I love, I love, I love it, my little Cal and a girl. Neil Diamond? No, I think you're right. It's a darker, you know. He, Diamond wrote... Or did he do Daydream Believer? I think Diamond did Daydream Believer. No, Diamond didn't do Daydream Believer. (laughs) Diamond didn't do Daydream Believer. Daydream Believer was Sadaka then. I think so. Oh, we're going to get letters. You said in episode that this happened. We won't. We're not going to, don't care. Most people who listen to this don't actually get any of the references that we do. No, we do. Anyway. Does anyone remember Marshmallows? They were good. Shut up. This is not do you remember dot, dot, dot. Hey, Paul, do you remember? Oh, fuck off. So anyway, what basically happened, this is a Wikipedia page. The man who was affected was a chap called, uh, let me get this straight. Well, there's quite a few. Michael Lush. Was the man who died. Yeah, but apparently it was like there were a few fucking problems with um, the Late Late Breakfast Show over the course of its career. So it had sort of uh, big sort of stunt things. There was, it was, you know, it had big stunts and games and challenges and celebrity guests and things like that. A magazine show for Saturday night in an hour. You'd pack it all in and there'd be live segments that all get crazy. Okay. You know, that kind of shit. So controversy. I thought it was just going to do the Michael Lush story, but apparently there's another one. Paul McCartney. This is all about oh, the, of the Beatles. Yeah, the video of Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson's single "Say Say Say" had its controversial UK TV premiere on the show, The Late Late Breakfast Show. The half a million dollar video had not been ready when the track debuted in the UK singles chart. By the time it was finalised, the track had fallen in the charts. So McCartney flew to London with the intention of premiering the video on the BBC flagship show, Top of the Pops. But the show had a strict policy that no single that had dropped out of position could feature, and refused to show the video. Oh, I bet McCartney was seething. A furious argument ensued, it says here, and the BBC staff reported McCartney was threatened to withdraw all his music from the corporation. Wow. Wow. That would... Uh... As a compromise, the BBC offered to air the video two days later on the Late Late Breakfast show. Oh, we'll give it to Noel. Yeah. We'll give it Let to Noel. Let Noel do it. Let Noel do it. Let Noel do it. Noel do it. Do it. Yeah, we'll give it to Noel. Just give it to Noel. Noel do it. He'll so, do it. the BBC agreed it on the programme only if McCartney appeared live and gave an interview. He reluctantly agreed... So what, they say you have to appear live? Yeah, as part of the deal to show the video. Because their policy is if it's not in the top if ten or whatever. If McCartney, I'd just be like, I'm walking away. Yeah, you, that's what I don't understand. Right. But I guess he wanted to push it because the video had cost so much to now, make. Now, do you remember what that video featured? No. 
because he did a song. I'll with, probably put a video link on the web page. By the he way, he did a song with Stevie Wonder, Ebony and Ivory, when yeah. they were on a massive piano. Do you remember that? They were Someone thought that video through, didn't they? What's the song about? Well, it's about the metaphor of let's make it explicit. Yeah, <laughs> let's just make it <laughs> yeah. visually Literal. explicit. I yeah. mean, that's not the only time that's happened. No, that's I know. Well, there you go. Um, so anyway. He reluctantly agreed and appeared, appeared on the show with his wife, Linda, on the 29th of October, 83, uh, which was their first UK TV appearance since 1973. So they'd been off TV for a decade. Who? Linda and Paul weren't seen on TV together. Oh, she came along, did yeah. she? Yeah. He used to drag her around everywhere, didn't he? Yeah, he loved her. Yeah, but she had no discernible sort of showbiz so ability. he loved her. All right. Love's a powerful thing, Eli. Yeah. Miserable, fucking, rotted, fetid cunt of a man. Well, just don't let your wife sing on your records. Well, see, because they sing for Yoko Ono. She was an artist in her own right. Fuck off. Dickhead artist. Yeah, I said it. I've been edgy. Yoko Ono. I'm, I'm saying it. I'm, ra- I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Don't fart. I did not. You fucking fart. And you made eye contact with me. <laughs> I did not, man. Ooh, the house of pickles. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The House anyway, of Liquid Pickle. Right. <laughs> Shut up. Drippy Pickle. The interview was stilted and the McCartneys made little or no effort to answer any of Edmund's questions. They just sat there. Brilliant. Oh, I really want to see that. Oh, I hope I can find the clip online. Again, if I can find these video clips, I'll put them on our oh, page. I'd love to see website. that. After some reportedly hostile backstage production negotiations, the programme's entire show was built around the Medicine Men theme of the video and the guests who had been booked to appear that week with Olivia Newton-John had to agree to appear to promote the video in a skit reportedly against her will and Olivia expressed anger at having her starring role in the show downgraded into a lesser spot to make way for the video and McCartney. Wow. Wow. McCartney is taking no prisoners. The airing of the video on this highly rated show was successful as the track climbed back up into the chart the following week and in on top of the pops on the 4th of November. Okay, so it worked for McCartney there. Frosty, frosty. Wow. There have been a number of accidents on the show, apparently. <laughs> this is what the next segment is. On the September 10th, 1983, stunt driver Richard Smith fractured his pelvis and injured his head, neck and back after crashing at 140 miles per hour during a live car stunt in an attempt to leap more than 230 feet in the air in a car. Wow. Also in 83, Barbara Schliemann broke her shoulder after being fired from a cannon. She would later say, the BBC don't give a damn, they just want the viewers. No, no. monster. I'll put a woman in a cannon. Yeah. You watch, you watch me. Uh, Mr. Edmonds, I've, yeah. uh, I've just uh, looked at the safety speculations for you, uh, what you do uh, that the, for? The specs for this uh, cannon. And, what did uh, you do that for, you silly well, man? Well, I just thought I'd have to tell you that it's not 100% safe. It uh, has a few little uh, niggles and uh, yeah. uh, it might just pulverise. Uh, so we. How much is it going to cost? It's, it's, How much is this problem going to cost to go away? Uh, well. How much? I'm no Edmonds. I've got it. You know you, me. Have you got one of those... Uh, what? Biscuit dusters. Oh, you want a biscuit duster, my friend. I do want a biscuit duster. And in that case, I want not only this report to go away. Give us a biscuit dusker, duster and yeah. then uh, say no more, yeah? And the, uh, it'll go away? With one of those fine-toothed, All fine-toothed right. biscuit dusters. Zzz. Why don't you look inside my bag? Well, look at that. That's look beautiful. at that. Isn't that a... Biscuit tickler. It's not a biscuit tickler. That's what I call them. Why? You're going to correct no lemons. I'm. I'm or do you want your biscuit duster? Well, if you're going to refer to it as a biscuit duster, here you go. What are these little granules of your bum fluff on it? That's a little special Noel Edmonds gift. Can I powder that and put it into milk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make Noel shakes. Right. So- End scene. <laughs> 
Yeah. Don't fart again. <laughs> Stop accusing me of things I don't, I'm not doing. I'll highlight the audio to capture it when I do the edit. I don't want to be thought of as someone who farts. Then don't fart. <laughs> anyway, I want that Barbara fired from a fucking cannon. Okay, so she hurt herself. She doesn't care about the BBC, but she didn't lay the blame at Noel's door. No, she basically did. And so we get, oh, mate, that stinks. <laughs> that fart has just hit me. I got a gob full of that. You, that's disgusting. This house of pickles makes me sad. <laughs> Welcome to my guttage. So let's quickly go through this as best we can. The death of Michael Lush and the cancellation of the Late Late Breakfast show. So on November... November. <laughs> on November 13th, 1986, self-employed hod carrier Michael Lush was killed during a rehearsal for another live stunt. The stunt was called Hang'em High, involving bungee jumping from an exploding box suspended from a 120-foot high crane. Fucking hell. The clip attached to his bungee rope to the cane sprang loose from its eye bolt during the jump. He died instantly from multiple injuries, and the breakfast show was cancelled on the 15th of November. After Noel Edmonds resigned, saying he didn't have the heart to carry on. Well, you would want to go back on next week and say, Uh-oh, I yeah. did a silly. No. Anyway, here's fucking Caroline from Stoke-on-Trent. I'm going to fucking kick you off a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Rumours at the t- oh, this is true actually. Uh, Rumours denied by the BBC at the time uh, had been that Edmund was due to resign anyway to launch a career in America. And there are episodes of him doing an American TV show on YouTube. Oh yeah. Oh stinky poo poo. I know. It's and the, not and good. The, the Yanks must have just been like they, they don't get it because his you know he's quite dry. And like yeah. we said last time, he he doesn't like to be the object of humour himself. Even he though doesn't he doesn't like piss. himself. It's really yeah. For even though he does it, he doesn't the- sell it. He doesn't sell it. So there's all these really awkward bits where it's like, oh, I'm a British man in America. You don't get references. And it's like, oh, stop it, Noel. Super cringe. Stop it, Noel. So, yeah, there was a whole massive inquest into this, and it was recorded as a verdict of misadventure. But the whole segment of that show was fucking ridiculous. I can't remember what it was, what the actual round was called, but the idea was they'd spin a dial on a wall and it would land on a stunt, and then they'd pick some random cunt out of the audience and say, you're doing this. What? All right. And you might get a you might get a telly, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the idea of normal people doing extraordinary stunts right. or challenges. Dangerous. And so the hod carrier guy was a uh, just a just a regular guy. He wasn't even like a specialist. Sort no, of he's given training, but obviously died in rehearsals for oh. the show because they had to pre-record yeah. that. Obviously, because you imagine if it happened live. That's very bad. Because you'd know Noel would have to. <laughs> it reminds me of the John Landis uh, Twilight Zone. Again, very, very troubling story. Where there was a, literally a whole helicopter, a prop helicopter. Yeah. But with a properly rotating blade. Yeah. Basically came unhinged from whatever was securing it and killed a... The actor and the two children he was holding in his arms at the time in the scene. Whoa. They and were they allegedly beheaded. And they still finished that movie. Yeah. I think it because ha- it was a portmanteau film. It meant maybe his was filmed last. And so I don't know with production. I mean, you're right, actually. I don't know all the details, but I'm surprised it was released. Yeah. But I do know there was a massive court case and lots of people found liable. And that was liable. the John Landis section. Yeah. He filmed that bit. The guy about the guy who goes, who's intolerant and he goes back in time to all the worst atrocities and finds himself. In war zones yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Spielberg did the lovely one where everyone kicks a can, old people kick a can, and, and they go young. young again. And it's like it's like oh, a bit like a cocoon, isn't it? Yeah, like old people finding their it's youth cocoon, again. The mini mini. It was really like this is boring, and I hate it. Then John Lithgow's uh, Terror at Twenty Thousand Feet or whatever it's called. Yeah, that, that was directed was by John. Uh, no, Joe Dante. That was good. Who did Gremlins? Yeah. And then what was the other one? 
the one where the little boy who can have he's omnip omnip omnipotent. Oh, I'm all wrong. Joe Dante did that one, okay. the Power Boy, and the one that was done on the plane was I think George Miller. Okay, Mad Max George Miller. Oh, Joe, Jack, yeah, Mad Max George Miller. Yeah, Mad Max George Miller. There we go. Back to Noel. He was negligent. Yeah, the BBC was he made... negligent, but he's like just he's he's well, not in charge of the stunts. Going... He's no expert. In no, that. but the thing is, is that he was executive producer on the show. So at some the buck point, stopped with him. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so when there's a report that comes up that said lots of things weren't checked and the safety officer uh, was not on hand on the day and no supervision or demonstration from a train stubman had occurred. Oh, that's not good. Uh, all that kind of stuff. The BBC insisted using some kind of other device despite the advice of using a proper rope. I don't know. Okay, like, so there was a lot of issues. Yeah. The BBC it made an ex... just a freak, like they checked everything no. and it was just freak. It was actually... There was no Corners cut. Wow. The BBC made an ex gratia payment of approximately... £120,000 to the Lush family. Um, BBC managing editor Bill Cotton stated that there'd be no future programmes exposed members of the public to risk. Did you really need to make make that statement? You shouldn't do a show where it's like, yeah, we'll sign off dropping a member of the public on their head yeah, from terrible. a helicopter that explodes. Well, I suppose that's it. That's why you don't get anything like that these days. Well, we live in a much more lit- litigious culture as well, don't we? Yeah, speaking to the mic, mate. We live in a much more litigious culture these days. And yeah. I suppose it's because of... Um, things like that going on in uh, in uh, in previous years that we uh, we don't have any no it's it, anything it got, like that on no. TV now. I'm probably for the best though. Yeah, I don't want to see fucking Vera from Hemel Hempstead getting fucking I don't know kicked off the Great Wall of China. Yeah, I mean maybe I would. I would like to see <laughs> I would that. Like, yeah. Vera, you old bitch. Here you go. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> no Edmonds. No Edmonds. Anything else? Yeah. So next story. Okay. This is a nice little light one. A lot less death. This is from a. Uh, this is the story that came out a few years ago. I think 2016. Yeah. No Edmonds mocked for launching pet counselling service. No Edmonds has made this big deal about making internet radio a thing, and he's gone. I've invented internet radio, and it's like, no, you, you just literally haven't. But he's trying to. He's put some investment in, and he's trying to building up all these networks. Of, one of which is the Lloyd's Bank thing, which is just a channel devoted to him saying Lloyd's Bank, you're evil. Yeah, it's just him on it. I, I don't know. I never. I fucking haven't listened. I can't. I can't bear it. <laughs> if it's someone else, I'm not interested. But if it's him, I can't bear it. Good. So, good uh, research. Though. Yeah. This, this article from oh, the Express. Ah, fuck it. Has one of Britain's famous TV stars gone bonkers, it says? Nothing should really surprise us about Noel Edmonds, considering that 10 million viewers once tuned into the BBC on Saturday nights to watch him perform with Mr Blobby. But Noel's uncanny knack of tapping deep into our sense of silliness has now gone some way of convincing people that he may have lost his sanity. Try that whole sort of paragraph again. No. Get it. No. It's because he's launched a motivational phone service for pets. <laughs> if your cat, dog or hamster or mouse or whatever is anxious or depressed, no will call it and cheer it up. In the first four hours, he received 2,000 emails from pet owners and demand has soared since. When Noel cancelled a cat live on air on the Jeremy Vines show on Radio 2. <laughs> <laughs> what a wanker. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, what's wrong? He does what to you? Yeah. Oh, he does what? Oh. Yeah, yeah. He says you don't you don't feed him enough. Yeah. Oh, he's a great. You know? <laughs> so, uh, Jeremy, if you don't give this cat more food, yeah, it's, it's gonna be unhappy. Mm. And when this cat's unhappy, 
I am happy. And you don't want me and your cat unhappy. So what are you going to say, Jeremy? Uh, I'm, uh, mm, I don't know. I wish I'd feed your fucking cat. There you go. <laughs> Twitter went crazy as people started posting pictures of pets with funny captions. One man tweeted, that bloody Noel Edmonds just had a chat with my chicken and now he thinks he's a, it's a cat. <laughs> a woman wrote, Noel Edmonds still hasn't phoned my dog. If he'd drunk, she'd have mentioned it. She's very excited. Another That's... referred to the image, imaginary village from which Noel Edmonds was supposedly broadcast. Hello, cat. This is Noel Edmonds. How can I help? Well, Noel, I've got a crinkly bottom. Uh... But a lot of people just think he's lost the plot. One man tweeted, Noel Edmonds has just realised a flaw in his new business plan. Not many pets own phones. Some do, then. One posted, hamsters, wheel or no wheel? <sighs> Another said, is it okay that Noel has been taken seriously as a cat whisperer? Noel's hamster up the arse party. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. Where he just fucking bends over and yeah. people force cats up yeah. him. Yeah. 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 Let's do it. Noel's cat arse party. Noel's pets up the arse party. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've got Des O'Connor with a massive python, python up his arsehole. Now we've got Mr. Blobby with a Blobby Durex special one. Put a hamster in there. Noel has said it's this. It's a special Durex. It's very strengthened. This is what Noel says. It's got a cat in there. This is what Noel says. I'm shoving a cat up your ass in a Johnny. Mr. Blobby. That was the pun. I've got a Blobby. <laughs> Noel says, I've got a blob on. fuck off. Just to stop it. Noel has said, I always have a giggle. Too many people take the living experience too seriously. What's the point if we can't be positive, have fun, and make the world a better place? If you can't make money off some fucking horse shit... He then revealed he had decided to bring forward plans to launch the world's first radio station exclusively for animals called Positively Pets. Okay. All his stations are called Positively something like Positively London. Positively Plants. He has one for plants, doesn't he? Yeah. Positively Bollocks. I'd like one where I get, yeah, yeah, headphones, powerful headphones with a good bass response. Yeah. Yeah. Either side of the junk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No yeah. broadcasts. Yeah. Mm. Don't do any of that. Don't do any of that. Stop it. 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 It's enough, it's enough of that. Vibra wank. It's enough of that. I'm inviting pet owners to send in their audio messages for their loved ones, and we will broadcast them via plus music requests and special relaxing tones for pets left at home alone, he says. Dear Mr. Squiggles, you have diarrhea. I will stop feeding you Sheba. Good night. <laughs> It's amazing how a simple, brief phone call can pick up the spirits of the most dejected hamster, the most stressed goldfish, or the most neurotic cat. Fuck off! Allow me to call your pet and offer positive words of appreciation and motivation. You know, Paul, do you know what they call a stressed-out goldfish? What? A goldfish. There's no <laughs> There's no way you can... You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, look at my hamster. What's it doing? It's running around and it's gnawing on things. Oh, depressed. Must be depressed. He wrote a book about reflexology and a book called Positively Happy, Cosmic Ways to Change Your Life. How do you do that, Noel? Noel says Make that several million in your 20s. He says he's constantly accompanied by two melon-shaped spiritual energy balls that appear over his shoulder. Yeah. And which he believes to be the spirits of his That's dead it. parents. That's it. That's like the stereo ball massage I was talking about earlier. It's all linked in, Paul. 
melon balls of energy either side of my oscillate your balls yeah yeah woo, woo, woo. yeah I saw here come that. the melon balls woo, woo. what do you do does it make you come eventually yeah how long how long does it well, take i don't know shall we see <laughs> woo, woo, woo. let's no, keep we've got to keep I don't want to the see pace has to increase first paul slowly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want this to happen <laughs> oh, i don't want Noel's this to happen no who's melon energy balls are in the room woo, woo. i don't want they're wilting from some of the swamp gas near mount crotch pants <laughs> don't spit it out paul <laughs> woo, woo, woo. do you want to do you want to touch no now it's fine Ooh. Last year, he claimed the greatest problem facing humanity was Electrosmog, which is a great band. Yeah. Um, we are Electrosmog. What do you think Electrosmog is? It is a bullshit. It's uh, obviously it, bullshit. But what is, do you think? He, he's talking about, basically, the increased electromagnetic communications from our modern world, like... Wi-Fi. Uh, Wi-Fi, yeah, phones, it. and he thinks people are electrosensitive, I think. Is the They're they destroying use. on natural electromagnetic fields, he says. He also believes death was impossible. He also said he believed death was impossible because the body was merely a container for a universal yeah, energy. So he, he believes when that... He, no, yeah. it's a, when he dies, Noel believes my energy returned to where it came from, part of a massive, incomprehensible, universal web of energy. Yeah. On June on ITV's no. Good Morning, he revealed he had been diagnosed with prostate cancer three years ago, but had been cured by electromagnetic box. I had my tumour destroyed by sound waves, he said. And Ooh, then, uh, Ooh, melon ball. And then he Cancer says, destroyers. positivity from pets stems from belief in the power of the cosmos. So maybe it, he he could be suggesting he put a smiling dog right up his ass. If he's so fuck, if death's not, tell that to Mr. Lush. If death's, death's not final, <laughs> yeah, tell that to true. Mr. Lush's family. Oh, he's part of a web of energy. I don't even fucking care. My, my husband's dead. He went back to where he came from. A love. universal web of energy. Gee, a now, I've, got, cosmetic... I've got points to make yeah. about what you just said, Paul. Yeah. I've got two points to make. Okay. Go on. Now, people say, these kind of spiritualists who have these kind of views, Paul, they yeah. say, oh, it's not death because you, you get absorbed into the one mind of the conscious uh, energy field. Yeah. yeah. That's still dying. If you can't remember who the fuck you were and you're absorbed into something hugely bigger, that's just like dying. It's like saying another word for dying. Yeah. Your consciousness ends. You have no consciousness of yourself as an entity. There's nothing. So what's the point? I'd rather just fucking die. I don't want to be... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All right, keep so it there's like, that. Mate. Fucking hell. There's that. That's bullshit. It's still dying. Also, his fucking electrofog fucking theory, right? Yeah. Do you Have you heard of a little thing, Paul, called a neutrino? No. They are very, very tiny pieces of matter. They're a type of molecule, uh, particle of matter. The sun produces them, yeah? Okay. And they travel at near to the speed of light. But they're so tiny and unreactive that they just go through normal matter usually. They just right. go through the gaps, okay? There's about a trillion of them, yeah? Yeah. That have gone through your eyeballs as we speak. Every second, trillions of them come from the sun. This is not even electromagnetic waves. These are particles of matter. Yeah. Okay, so that's happening all the time. And so he thinks a fucking, a, a, it's gonna, a thing from your phone is going to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know the point I'm getting at? It's just complete pseudoscientific, it's nonsense. Do you believe, do you think, oh, my head, when the Wi-Fi goes on? No. No, does anyone really? No. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe old people do, may not understand it quite the same way. They might go, oh, the Wi-Fi box made me finally go wibbly wibbly. And I touched it. And then a big melon ball came out. And a big melon ball. A wobbly melon ball of sex joy. With no Ledman's face beaming Ooh, out of I'm it. Ooh, the wobbly melon ball face of Noel. <laughs> oh, there it is. There's the noise. I'm counting that. What's wrong with that? 
What's wrong with that? If, when you make a wobbly, wibbly wobbly face noise, you invited it though. Come on, mate. Do it again. No, because you'll click. I might not. You you will click. I'm not. Gonna, not? I'm not beholden to your clicker. Yeah, fucking three times. Yes, because you you disobeyed me. So anyway, we'll end right with this segment. <laughs> right, yes. Because Deal or No Deal was a very successful show for Noel Edmonds. I thought it was reasonably uh, entertaining, Paul. We've what done did it you on the show in the past. I uh, fucking found it boring as fuck, mate. It is one of those game shows that they, you could play the whole thing in two minutes, but yeah. you had to have uh, other stuff going on in the show. And I think that's what you're going to talk about now, Paul. Yeah, so John Ronson, the writer, he did books like The Psychopath Test and... Uh, Men Who Stare at Goats. Thank you very much. Yeah. Love his books, love his work. He's kind of a reporter who gets, like, in a kind of Louis Theroux way, he gets to know the people he's talking about. Is he better than Louis Theroux, though? I, I, um, different different kettle of fish. Do you like Louis Theroux? Some, not all. Okay. And the same with John Ronson, some, not all. Okay. It's fine. They're all fine. They're all good. They're all fine. He spent some time with Noel Edmonds uh, to write a Guardian article about the culture that built up around... Deal or no deal. The, now, the article's quite long. I'm not going to get into it right now. Uh, I'll put a link on our website. Uh, to read it. It's a great article. But basically, he goes, it's weird because Noel's brought all his new age thinking to the logic of this game, which has no logic. It's it's a guessing game. I don't think there's many... Well, it's a gambling game. It's a gambling game, but there's not much to other than eliminate boxes one by one. Until yeah, but there's also... With... Um, you can decide... what the, the clever thing about it is you get the deal, so you can yeah. decide to cut your risk. It's sort of a risk-reward... Yeah, it's a bit more sophisticated than simply just flipping a coin. True, you can you can say, "Oh, I've I've gone so far," and you can basically stick or or or, yeah, stick or, or twist or twist. Can't yeah. you? Do you see what I mean? So there is a strategic uh, strategic element to it like that. But yeah. yes, it's simple simple gambling game, really a random game. But that show could be half its length. But it just it links into his belief that there is no randomness in the universe. No. And it's to do with your positivity and positively envisaging things. Yeah. You know? I've envisaged a hot dog. Where is that? <laughs> right, I, okay. I still have to go fucking buy the thing, don't yes. I? Who's going to give me a hot dog now? Not in the no. next minute? No, it's I'm not. I'm thinking about it, though. I'm thinking about it really hard, Paul. Or, is it going in your mouth? Oh, it's turned into a penis. Okay. Yeah, well, there you go. We got that out of the way quite quickly. Oh, so- I found one of those. Found one in my pants. Oh, yeah. I'm walking down the road. I'm feeling up my arsehole. Where, where's my clicker? For every time you say I'll something cl- fucking stupid. I'll click for you. Yeah, I've said quite a lot. Quite a lot of fucking stupid shit. Right, so a combination of your wibbly voice mouth. And your stupid gog- And me saying goggling. something stupid and your songs. We're at 26. It's all right. Yeah. Well, not our average will be. I don't know. Right, so he ends up spending some time with Noel. He gets to see how weirdly cult-like it becomes. It's very cult-like. The way he gets them all into a room to talk and about. They're also enthusiastic and like they love each yeah, other. Yeah, they like want the it. cult. Like, oh, I hope it's a blue for you, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we were talking, weren't we, Johnny, about how you've got cancer and oh, I hate my mum and I hope it's a blue for you. Because that's the difference between the American version and this. The American version doesn't have any. Hey, that. fuck just, you, buddy! No. I hope it's a hundred grand. Yeah, just, no, just models holding suitcases. Oh, they're models. It. They're not even contestants. There's no people out of the, out there because the break it all down. Someone has to pick a box, and then they have twenty odd more boxes to pick one. They eliminate them and end up with one box, one way or the other, and that box is what they win. They could win up to two hundred and fifty thousand uh, pounds. Is it more it in, in the states? Show. I think it's more. Maybe who gives a fuck? I think fuck. it's five hundred thousand dollars. Either the way, that's the game. Yes, it's basically an elimination game but with lots of psychology and, and gambling elements put in there. Yeah, but it's, you know, you could just play it, as we've proven with the little machine version. You just play it. You just go, that box, that box, that box, that box. Yeah. If there's none of this superstition and, like, mumbo-jumbo attached to it, you just, like, go, right, 
It's 20 grand, enough. I'll take 20 grand, you know. But fine. everyone's got that. It has got, again, it has got a cult-like feel to it where everyone's brainwashed to think yeah. the same because they think if they reward that person with good luck, then they'll get it when it's their turn. To and they all the kind of laugh holder. at fucking Noel's shenanigans, yeah, his dad like, jokes and like... And it calls up the bank. Oh, 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 um, I've, oh I've this got a bit is of a tidy beard. Yeah, this is stilted. Yeah. Oh, still, yeah. Again, I've done this trick before. We ha- I just hope there's a guy on the end of the phone, a producer saying, fuck off, no. <laughs> fuck off. Just no. tell him it's £3,400. Fucking just hang up. <laughs> hang up. Hang up. I'd like it if it was some kind of psychic line from his Mel and Energy Balls going, <laughs> Ooh, we're going to vibrate your nuts. Meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, talk, the article I'd like it if his wife going, Right, that's it. <laughs> the article goes on like that for a while, looking at the backstage stuff. But then they have a one to one conversation about. Noel's beliefs. So this is where I'll take the article. Up. Okay, great. Uh, John writes, It strikes me that Noel Edmonds is probably the only modern-day spiritual guru who would even consider Argos or MFI as an alternative names for the cosmos. That's the odd thing about hanging around here. The mystical people are not all that old new-agey. They're retired bank managers. They work in betting shops. They are Noel Edmonds. And the last time I saw Noel was 10 years ago. He barged past me in some country house hotel, heading for a helicopter. The epitome of the no-nonsense conservative businessman and celebrity off to do some deal. He was nothing like the vulnerable spiritual Noel sitting in front of me now. If anyone doubts the extent to which the mysticism has permeated his hitherto secular corners of British society, they should spend a couple of days behind the scenes at Deal or No Deal. And I think this is where Noel says, I wrote to the cosmos that I would like to meet a woman who will make me laugh and make me happy, Noel tells me. I wrote that I'd like a relationship that's not too heavy with an attractive lady and I'd like her to walk into my life by the end of September 2005. And she did. Uh, (laughs) Where did you address it? Not to the cosmos, but to Russian brides are us. (laughs) Top class, no questions asked. P.O. Box 70. That's the name of a Russian company, Cosmos. Oh, right, yeah. Cosmos. Only the most sexy wife lady. This one even has teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, she must have teeth. Yes, yeah, she must be able to bite and chew her uh, food. But what would be a uh, bonus for me is she if the teeth come out and then she can give me a good yeah, wet knob. Yeah, right, 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 a yeah, good no, wet knob know. off. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> there was a short oh, side. Oh, 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 like that, Paul. Oh, 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 oh. Click that two more times. <laughs> but can I just finish this bit? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Nyet, <laughs> nyet. Oh. No, no. Yeah. Click that three times. Fuck me. Right, so there's a short silence, and then he goes on to say, she wasn't the person who sold her story to the Sunday paper back... Oh, he says, John Ronson says, she wasn't the person who sold her story to the Sunday people back in July, was she? I ask. There's another silence. Yes, says Noel. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's still happy with it, though. Whatever. Yeah. She sold her story and that's it, and then she's out of his life now, I guess. Yeah. What's poor? Is he not even married? Is he? I thought he was a family man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. How can we do several episodes about the man we don't know anything about his marital life? That's one thing I'll say for him. He I doesn't drag his know. kids into it, does he? Doesn't They're probably a bit like Alan Partridge's kids. Are you Noel's son? You know, mate. Yeah. Stay away. I'm out of it. Probably for the best. Yeah. Unless the apple doesn't fall too far to the tree. He goes, met some dickhead in the pub last night trying to sell me a TV concept. Perhaps his kids are like, uh, no, Dad, could I have uh, 50 quid because I want to, you know, go out. And he goes, just envisage it. Yeah, put this red string on. Yeah. And listen yeah. to this video. 
of my melon farmers. <laughs> I tell Noel, there's a whole bit that I've just missed out, but he goes, I tell Noel that I can't understand why he doesn't give up the mysticism. I've spent three days here watching three shows a day, and I've seen so many disappointments, so many broken dreams, so many systems, telepathic or otherwise, that didn't pan out. Yeah, of course they don't. It's utter shit. has presented 300 shows. By now, he must know that life is just random, Right. By Lou, the format of the show yeah, is yeah. on. Yeah, it just proves it. because it's yeah. Well, first, Noel replies, it was the cosmos that gave him deal or no deal. In 1999, the BBC had unceremoniously dumped him. I want a second series! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, after 20 years, it looked like he'd never work on TV again, and he was a workaholic without work. So he spent five fellow years throwing himself into the business and charities. God, he's fucking partridge, isn't he? He certainly is. Renewable energy. And then the Cosmos gave him Deal or No Deal. It's a huge success. Nominated for a BAFTA, winning a Royal Television Society Award, a Rose Door. Have you ever looked up Deal or No Deal on the internet, Noel asks? It can do your head in. Did you know that someone's compiling a dictionary of my phrases? And this is true. A large Wikipedia entry is dedicated to old and oft-repeated expressions, like, some people call it an entertainment drama, some the Red Box Club. Welcome to Planet Tension. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how you start, it's how you finish, and so on. Someone else says is tracking the repetition of my shoes, trousers, and shirts. I'm delighted people are reading so much into it. I want to be popular. I want people to like me. Not long ago, I talked to someone in the audience and she went to pieces just because I was talking to her. It is really important I keep my feet on the ground here. Wow, he's just just messed up inside. Yeah. He's a messed up guy. But then Noel says something else. There's another reason why he still believes in mysticism. He says that after 300 shows, he now knows practically every time how someone's going to do before they've opened a single box. Uh, no. Bullshit. <laughs> How? If John you asks. did, then you could make money from that. And you could say, Yeah. You could say, couldn't he? He could go, I know how you're going to do. Write it down. If you're so fucking yeah. confident about this, she will do this well. And then open it and go, Look, the cosmos. Yeah. And I'm. Ki- but but, you, but you wouldn't do that, that would you know? Because you are talking utter shit. Take your melon energy balls. Yeah. Yeah. Clasp them round my nuts. Put the voltage up. Woo! 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 Stop it! <laughs> Click it! <laughs> Fucking hell. I like it. Anyway. I like it when they do it. John asks... I like it, Paul. I know. John asks, how do you think you know? And Noel pauses. How deep can I go here? Don't as, like that. As deep as you like. Then he says, take Edward. Edward. I'm not really sure about Edward. I've got a funny feeling it may go horribly wrong for Edward. Noel says he knows just by the way Edward walks, by his aura. You can tell winners by the way they walk. And Edward doesn't walk this way. Yesterday, another contestant, Mark, told me that Edward needed a big win more than anyone else here. Edward's got nothing, Mark says. Literally nothing. He's completely skint. I know something Edward doesn't know. I've seen the call sheet. Edward's game is going to start in a couple of hours. Just before I leave Noel's Winnebago, I spotted a type sheet of paper lying on the kitchenette. I look closer. It contains notes about what the contestants got up to in the hotel last night. It started because of ill health, Noel says. Edward's getting cold. I needed to know what was happening. What? Isn't that fucking weird? But once the cold was cleared up, the daily reports to Noel's continued. For example, Noel said if a pair of amorous contestants are seen leaving the bar together, production system will write down the news and Noel will read about it at breakfast. He'll turn on the closed-circuit TV that he it's has. It's like Sliver. You know film. what I mean? He's like, right, are they, they're He's fucking... Wanking. They're fu- oh, right, thank you very much, John. Right, going back to the... Right, switch on this, turn that on. Oh, they're having sex. I'm going to wank. Oh, me gunge tank. Oh, Oh, the cosmos asked me to spunk in its mouth. I wish you'd come here and grab my grand. Come on. 
Get the melon energy balls out. Oh, I gotcha. Gotcha. I'm, it's like the prisoner gotcha. or something. He's probably got a fucking uh, pen, like a psychic pen with the energy balls in there. And he opens it and they go, ooh, ooh, ooh. they're like his psychic watchdogs, Paul. They go, ooh, they're like the dogs out of, Paul, they're like the dogs. <laughs> getting very excited. <laughs> they're like the dogs out of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, but they're melon balls. Right. So anyway, Edward goes up. He's picked. This is the Edward who is penniless. Edward, who needs it more than anyone else. Edward, who, as Noel has psychically predicted, will Won't have a terrible well. yeah. g- game, but doesn't have the aura of a winner either. Yeah. Two hours later, and the contestants are crying. Nalini blames it on the fire alarms. We're all so tired, she says. If we haven't got the energy, how can we give off positive vibes? That's why Edward opened all the wrong boxes. Whatever. Noel was right. Edward walked away with one pound. Wow. Perhaps there's something to this. So maybe we shouldn't be bothering Edmunds. Maybe he has got a power. Maybe Edmunds has a special little box in his room and it's got little maquettes of us in there. And he looks at it and he goes, Cosmos, rain blood. Uh, well, he could do anything at any time. He could make us bum each other involuntarily. No, Paul, no. Get down. Sit your fat butt down. Noel has control of me. Noel does not have control of you. Noel has control of me. Stop! Oh, you've got my sweat on your hand now. Just no bumming gags. It's fucking old, mate. At least I'll do something else, like come in your face or right. give you a slap. Put your... Uh... Or put my thumb in your mouth. Ugh. Just put my thumb in your mouth and rest it on your tongue. And then what does Noel make us do? And then Noel makes us do patty cake faster and faster and faster until we can't do it anymore. Until the flesh is hanging from, from our, our hands. hands. And there's bones instead. And then they start to shatter. And you can hear them laughing. Then the melon balls come. And then we start just ever so slightly headbutting each other. Just headbutting each other a little bit. And then it gets a little bit. And then it gets a little bit. And then it gets a little bit. And then you can hear the crack of the bone breaking. And then we're just like smashing our eyes and nose and brain matter into each other's heads over and over. And we're still doing patty cake with our broken skeleton bones. And now we're just like, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. And then when they find us, our corpses are perfectly fine. Okay. Good. So on that note, I never want to mention Noel Edmonds ever again. Well, if something happens, we're going to have to bring him up, Paul. Like if he, one, dies, two, gets... Done for paedophilia. Uh, three, <laughs> if he makes some kind of stupid claim, or if he wins against Lloyd's. I think in those circumstances... We'll we be the Noel report. Yeah. Noel's round. Yeah, we'll, we'll have the Noel's round. Noel's round. Yeah. Like news round, but Noel's round. Yeah. Right, well... You, thank- you'll you'll uh, read on your mantle of Noel and Nardo, and uh, we'll do a little Noel's round on us, yeah? But fundamentally, this is the last time we touch Noel. Okay. I'm ready to drop Noel. That's what his wife once said. <laughs> that's the last time I want to touch you. And that's what the guy said. Uh, yeah. Mr. Lush. No, fuck You're ready off. to drop now, Mr. Lush. And Noel, and they really? went, Noel, can we have the go-ahead? Yes. <laughs> and then what made it even worse was that Noel was just rubbing his hands and clasping him like that if Noel, the time. Can, if Noel can see the fucking future, yeah. why couldn't he see the class breaking <laughs> on the fucking bungee cord? Well, hold there. Oh. Maybe he could. Yeah. Maybe he wanted out. Allegedly. What, you think he killed a man to get out of his BBC contract? because so, he was going to be... <laughs> <laughs> he got the cosmos to do it. Oh, that's dark. He got his melon balls, psychic guard dogs, his psychic enforcer melon energy ball dogs, which isn't a sentence well, I've ever said before. Allegedly. 
We allegedly were accusing him of killing a man to get out of his with, BBC with his contract, psychic energy melon a, balls to get an American US career instead. I would like a T-shirt with some melon balls on. Now you know what? This is getting dark. We're going to move on. It was a, a he's no a more, satanist. No, no more. He's no. a satanist. Nonce. <laughs> no. Allegedly. Right, and that's Cheap Show for okay. another episode. Uh, thank wow. you for listening to I, Cheap Show. I've, I've rarely felt more fevered and and sweaty. It's a hot doing one. Another... It's a hot one, mate. So keep that Patreon money coming. We love it. Don't sound greedy. It's not like a bloody evangelist. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? Let's take a different approach. No, just be earnest like we have been. If you want to give to us on Patreon, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. A little as lot as you want. You get a little... Perks and things like the magazines. The I actually podcasts. like to look at it, and every time someone starts to donate, yeah, you touch it. A little yeah. stroke. It's just a little stroke. Just a little touch. A little, little pat. A little pat pat. Like well done. Pat pat. Yeah. Pat pat. Weird. Pat pat. And then you increase the temperature. Stop it. And you increase oh, mate, the pace. Stop it. Click <laughs> that fucking thing because I'm dismayed. You increase the t- intensity, and then I'm smacking my nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Ow. Ow, Paul! Stop it. Seriously, stop it. I'm trying to wrap this up. It's 57 minutes. <laughs> and then I'm smacking my nuts. So, thank you for giving. If you do on Patreon, if you don't, don't worry about it. You can do something as awesome as just going onto iTunes and rating reviews on the iTunes You don't app even as well. have to do that, do you? It helps. You can just listen word. to one word of this. The word... I'm just trying to do admin and finish the episode, mate. Let me finish. I'm not going to. Let me finish. <laughs> stab you with this pen again. Don't stab me with the pen. Well, then shut up and let me do the admin. Paul... Let me do the admin or I'll stab you. <laughs> Fuck me. Shut up. Email us anytime you like. About Don't anything email you us. Like. <laughs> Thecheapshow at gmail.com. That's not the address. <laughs> you go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, and every episode has a page dedicated to it. I'm going to put all the videos and links that we've mentioned in this episode on that page, and you can listen along there too. Uh, on Twitter, I am at Paul Gannon Show. The show account is... The Cheap Show pod. When you say the show account, it's the one where you diss me under the fucking guise of what's being the your, show. What's your Twitter account? Eli Snoid. E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. That's it, Paul. Thank you. Right. And we have a Reddit page and we have a Facebook page and a Tumblr. Just look for Cheap Show and you'll probably find it. Get involved. Have a little bit of a natter and a chat with us on there. Uh, I think uh, we could still do with some more dead pet stories. Why not? I've given up at this point. What do you mean you've given up? Uh, asking for classiness from this audience. Dirty. I want to wash you all. I want to have you in a big bucket, all the listeners, one by one. I dip their naked body into a bucket of soapy water, and I scrub, 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 until they're all clean and happy, and I put them in a little blanket, and I tie it up together, and I put it on a, a, a clothesline that's moving away on a conveyor belt, and they go to the happy land of happy tits. Do you want to sing a song, Paul? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. Good, I'm Bye. glad. Bye.